0: Hi I'm Mash Potato. Hi I'm Lisa Sue. And I'm Peking Duck and we are, we don't have a name yet. Today I am talking to you from sunny England. I'm in the Lake District. Where are you guys? I am in my room in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my room here. <laughs> oh sad. Are um, you in your hotel now or? Uh, I'm at the youth hostel. Uh-huh. I've been staying at all the youth hostels uh yeah and i just checked out of this one but i'm going to a different one um a few kilometers down the road basically um yeah it's really beautiful here it's so green it's mm-hmm. too green so green like it's, it's too green not real like it's I'm it's green. scarily green i have never seen this level of green in my life and it's just it's it's really beautiful to the point where i feel compelled to write poetry and paint i understand oh. the romantics
1: are you doing any of these
0: I, I um yesterday I was in a in a shop and I bought all the things I needed to do some watercolors. Nice. So yeah, I might do that today. It's nice and sunny. How long are you going to stay there for? Um, I'm here for another two nights. Then I head up to Edinburgh and then I'm in Edinburgh for about six days and then go back to London.
1: Yeah. Uh, are so, you going along Edinburgh?
0: Uh, I really want to see see Glasgow. Um. And I also want to see the Fringe. Like, all the festivals are yeah. in Edinburgh at the moment, so it'll be really good to walk around Edinburgh, I reckon. Yeah. And I really want to see fluffy cows. Did you see fluffy cows when you were in Scotland? Fluffy cows? <laughs> fluffy
1: cows? No. Yeah. Oh,
0: apparently they're in the Highlands, so it might be a bit of a trip. But I really want to pat a fluffy cow.
1: Oh, uh, I'm not sure. That sounds dangerous.
0: Really? Cows are really nice, I reckon.
1: I tried to pet sheep
0: yesterday but they all ran away from me. Oh, oh. yes, sheep are very scared of people. Yeah, sheep are scared of people.
2: Didn't realize that.
0: Cows are kind I of are scared. Cows or well, small cows. cows. Cows are friendly. Cows are like dogs. Um, they're happy animals. Sheep are not as smart as cows. Mhm. So, agree. I like sheep. Sheep are good. <laughs> sheep are so dumb. Oh, oh my gosh, Mash, I took a photo. Okay, there's a shop in the town and for some reason they have they sell bags like tote bags, but on the mm-hmm. front of the tote bags are just pictures of different, um, like, cartoons of different things, right? And it's like, birthdays are good! Sheep <laughs> are good! Sheep so I, took a photo, so I took a photo of the sheep, a good one, so i send that to you. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy that okay. for you. But it's, it's really sheep simple. are really dumb.
1: I think I've read a news about one uh, group of sheep, and then the leader accidentally fell off the cliff, and all the others <laughs> followed, they all... Right. That is really sad. That is so sad. I love that about sheep.
0: That's the best part. (laughs) They will uh, all kill themselves if they follow follow their their leader to the end of the world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be the leader or the follower?
2: I actually don't mind being the follower. It's a a very very
0: brainless life that I think I would enjoy.
1: I see. What about Doug? Doug
0: wants to be the leader. I would not like to be a follower (laughs) of brainless sheep, though. I want to be the leader. To leader of sheep. I want to be a leader of cows. Cows <laughs> don't follow, though. No, I want to be a leader of dogs. I want to be a dog leader. Like yeah. A wolf pack of dogs.
1: Should we talk about how we, why we missed milk? Oh, yes, I forgot. To... Oh, yeah, well, who is milk today?
2: Milk is a little sick today or unwell. Well,
1: I saw she's playing Stardew Valley. I like that game. Do you play that?
2: I play sometimes on my Switch. I haven't played but it for ages. You're, you're just making farms and growing stuff. Yeah, seeds.
1: yeah, but I was wondering about this game. Uh, if you just sleep, what would happen? You will starve eventually. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was that so surprising? In real life, Mister, if you just sleep, you will starve yeah. eventually. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because sometimes I find it so tiring that you get up, you do your farming, and then you go fishing or mining or whatever, and then it's already night, nice, and then you have to rush back home, and then it's another day. I'll life. Life. A... <laughs> anyway, Um life.
2: Anyway, Duck wanted to talk about something. Oh, well, Duck decided our topic for this week, and it is... I don't even remember what was the topic.
0: <laughs> Expectations <laughs> and self-growth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, traveling... Traveling really gives you perspective. Um different locations sort of reveal different aspects of your personality or challenge your personality and and push you out of your comfort zone. So that's what I that's why I like travel. Okay, now I don't even want to talk about travel. I want to talk about flea bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you so, finished two seasons. I finished one okay, night. So I
0: after so many people were telling me watch for you back watch for you back and i would like what is maybe the first two or three episodes like a couple of years ago and then i just didn't get around to finishing it and then and then i watched in one night the entirety of it all two seasons binge watched it the whole through the night and i have a question uh, like yes what uh, did um the chat looks three talk make you want to watch it again no, I think it was because I was in England and I and I um, just had this day where I just was too tired and I was like, I, what do I want to do? I want to binge watch a TV show. What should I watch? Fleabag because it was at the top of my list. And I see. I don't. I don't remember the chat ten talk about Fleabag actually. Because you were telling us all about
2: watching it like two days ago, and then I just listened to that episode where she starts off, and the beginning of this episode is about Fleabag. Was that is that just the latest one? I haven't heard that one yet. No, no, no. It's like two or three ago. It's like from um I have no clue actually. It's a while. I think oh. I've missed like four already.
0: Oh, okay. Well in that case I heard it probably when it first came out. But it's like beginning that's, of that's July, like... I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I definitely heard that one then. But no, no, like five different people are telling me to watch Fleabag. So it was not. Yeah, I started I...
1: to whole mesh two watches since day one the season two got released. Fleabag. Hot priest yeah hot priest i heard after season two finished uh they did a not a survey but they did a research on the um keywords in some porn website and then it turned out that people searched for hot priest <laughs> <laughs> so many times I'm not, I'm not surprised
0: Yeah, i'm not surprised <sighs> yeah i was actually i was reading this article um somewhere i think on the vulture or something about the symbolism of the fox
1: i always thought it represents herself and the pam being the god
0: oh okay i didn't hear this
1: i feel that that's just my personal opinion on this but what did you read
0: interesting interesting about pam because i didn't think about pam but um i read that the fox was kind of like his struggle with you know the whole celibacy thing um and his love for playback because like Whenever it comes up in conversation, you know, it comes up at, like, really, you know, specific points in the conversation. And at the end, when, it, when the fox appears and then she's, like, you know, pointing it in the right direction and then the fox goes after him. And that kind of symbolises that, you know, eventually their love will overcome all. Right. But that depends on whether the fox catches up to him.
1: Yeah, that's true. I feel fox, um, I mean, in a lot of cultures, fox represents desires. Or yeah temptation. That's true, that's true, yeah. So in that way folks being this symbol, um I mean <laughs> sorry. you yeah, what was I say? So um yeah, if you pay attention, I feel when Pam shows up it's usually when they um when they engage the conversations. Mm. And Mm-mm. Pam is also in the church, so I feel uh the folks and pam represents the conflicts within the priest
0: that that is so i i reckon i really yes i like that i didn't i didn't quite like to get that far about Pam, but yeah awkward yes and like pam like lives like (laughs) like in the same house which is (laughs) like god that's that makes total sense yeah wow i'm gonna rewatch it now
1: (laughs) yeah and i also really like how they use the effort in the show, especially mm. if they Because mm. the first time the priest said it to uh, flee back was when they went out for secrets mm. And then it just, uh, they just uh, put a lot of other meanings in this way. Mm. It gradually build up with the show. Mm. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. You have to tell me more, more insights because I feel like you, you have thought about this very deeply.
1: Yeah, I've watched it for so many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, so the first time the priest said it to Fleabag was their initial uh, conversation. Uh, he wanted to get to know her, but she kind of shut him out. Yeah, And then if you think about what happened on the wedding when they met uh, after Fleabag uh, got upset by her stepmother, mm. she asked him... If it's God or if it's her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just uh, gradually builds up. Hmm. Do you like the new thing? I feel a lot of people talk about that, but it doesn't really do much to me.
0: No. No, I don't think it did. No.
1: I mean, I get moved by her confession, but mm, I, I'm not. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, yeah. It didn't really do anything for me. I don't know.
1: Uh, have we lost the mesh? Have no, I'm now?
2: here. I just have nothing to say about this. Well, <laughs> that's true, yeah.
1: Shall we, I feel it's a little bit off our topic, though. Shall we go back to expectation? Right? Yeah,
0: okay. Let's, let's let's go back to travel, because now I just can't contribute anything. Yeah, yeah,
2: topic. I feel that's more related, sorry. Does, does feedback have something to do with expectations? I guess so.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Self-growth. Like, feeling yeah. like
2: lost in life. I think I watched the first season, but I completely forgot what it was about.
0: I mean, okay. I, I, I think I was thinking a lot as I was traveling about how um, you know, like being put in, in in all these situations where you're on your own and you have to make all these de- decisions about you know what you're going to do every day and you're all these new situations that push you out of your comfort zone. Like it it's it's kind of like self-validating. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, it tells you who you are in essence like who are you when you don't have all these other people or like just life in general telling you what you have to do and and all these expectations that you have in your general day-to-day life and yeah so it really forces you to come to terms with yourself so i guess in, in you're someone who
2: tends to have more expectations of i don't know Like, you have expectations of a
0: lot of... Yeah, but I think that's, like, that's dissipated over time. Because I feel like things like this, they they teach you to not have so many expectations in life. Mm -hmm. Like, being here makes you realize that life really just has to be lived day by day. And you just make the most of it now. And, you know, you can't really rely on anything other than yourself. So, yeah, I feel pretty good about life. I was thinking about, you know, if I were going to die in a month, I probably wouldn't do anything different. I think that's a good place to be. I'm in a better place now that I've ever been. Mm. That
2: is good. I was going to, when I, well, I don't really have any expectations in life of myself or of really anything.
1: Mm.
2: So I was going mm. to talk about the fact that in statistics, the, what what they call the expected value is not necessarily something that can ever be achieved. Mm. Elaborate, yeah, please. So like, you know, the expected value is, yeah. um, like the what do you call it the average is it the average of all the possible outcomes. So like the expected value from rolling a dice is 3.5 yeah, but you could never roll 3.5 mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like it's just I guess sometimes expectations cannot pos- like aren't possible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then there's a I guess there's a line if there's no expectations at all, it sounds you may have some mental problems.
2: I mean like it's not that I have no expectations. it's just that I don't really put much weight on them.
1: Right. Yeah. So what I was thinking about was like, you know, how someone would have very high expectations, then they would go to another extreme, they would go, Um. they would become very anxious. So that's mm. anxiety. But on the other, on the other end of the spectrum, I guess, if you have no expectations in life at all, then that's depression. It's depression. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: I get that. I think, I think what Mesh is saying is like, you can have expectations, but just don't put so much emphasis on them. And then if you don't achieve whatever was expected, then it wouldn't really matter because you don't like, put so, so, so much stock in the expectations and achieving expectations. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can be like, you know, achieving that would be nice. But if I don't achieve it, then, you know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It would just be nice to have that. that. and be happy.
1: with. Yeah. But don't you have any fundamental expectations in life that you feel you must achieve? Um, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, just
0: you know like basic like needs <laughs> like Maslow's yeah. hierarchy you've got like to have your basic food perfect. shelter yeah water but otherwise what other expectations are there i mean mm-hmm. i'd like to be you know self-fulfilled and and achieve um sort of yeah like have purpose in life and i guess if i didn't have that then i wouldn't be happy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like whatever that manifests as then
1: yeah yeah, because I was talking to a friend the other day and um about my PhD life and how I feel stressed and then I'm not that happy. Then he said all my problems are actually from a very privileged place. And he suggested that I sh- that I should stop it and maybe volunteer in some way that people have real struggles. Mm. Well, I mean, well, I, I don't
0: mm. agree that your struggles like aren't big and important and real like like they're definitely struggles it's just that you know i guess I think it's perspective like, is good as well yeah
2: you mm-hmm. need to be able to want more whilst being happy with
0: what you have yeah
2: when what you have is like you know quite good already <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah it's like how you imagine like a very um a very uh, mature for some reason i like in my mind she has this french accent when she speaks about this so, you know how like French women usually go, like, well, life is just a uh, tidal <laughs> way. You go up <laughs> and down, and you, well, as you are just uh, blocked by the problem that's in your face right now, then they will be like, oh, just enjoy life. It's up and down. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: You have to mm. at some point accept that some things are out of your control. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, and then change your own view of it. Life is challenging inherently and sad.
1: Mm. Do you Thanks. feel we often, try to seek for challenges because in a way we do have um the fundamental needs fulfilled we have shelters we get fed we like we don't need to worry about Did those kinds. Say,
2: we have shelter and we get fat.
1: <laughs> we get fat
0: fed
2: oh fed oh yes. fed <laughs> i thought you said we get fat <laughs> we get shelter we yeah get we fat. get fat too <laughs> uh sorry you yeah. think we're i don't think we're seeking challenges
0: i feel like as humans we just want more we are never satisfied yeah i mean i guess we're all trying to find purpose and fulfillment and i guess make some sort of legacy right
2: well i think it's just like i don't remember where i read this but one of those one of those books that i've been reading
1: <laughs> where
2: it's kind of like if you yeah in terms of like biology if you don't keep evolving then you're kind of doomed and to some extent, this need to always achieve more or getting bored with what you have is kind of like coming off that in that you need to keep moving. Otherwise, you know, you've lost.
1: Right. Yeah, I guess uh, (laughs) that's one aspect. Uh, That's one aspect. But what I was trying to say is, do you find yourself seeking for challenges in order to get that validation in some way? No. I think I see (laughs) challenges, not for validation, but like as...
0: Self improvement. Like I feel like to feel like you have achieved something. My purpose. Yeah, yeah. My purpose in life is to sort of like get to sort of like the essence of I don't know the meaning of life and 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 feel at the end of the day like I've achieved something. And so I put myself in all these situations in order to improve myself in order to I don't know get to that elusive place that I think you know I will be happy because I have done all the things I could possibly do in order to achieve like the highest level of existence I could possibly achieve. I don't know.
2: We kind of like get taught that, don't we? You like do when you go through school you go through you go from the bottom level you keep going up yeah. it's like built into us trained into us to kind of continually want to meet the next level or you know yeah
1: win, this win is the next level this is gonna be a little bit dark mm. don't you find that sometimes you don't do those um, improvements rather so you rather you rather improve or you rather go higher sometimes you sabotage your life to feel more alive.
2: Uh, no, I don't do that.
1: So what you're what saying hell? is you, you deliberately make your life
2: more challenging. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I I I like the easy way out. You know. What about
0: that? Um, I can understand what you mean, but I think no, like I I don't think I have that sort of impulse.
1: Yeah, I don't know where that comes from, but I find I often catch myself doing that.
0: Yeah, like people people do self-sabotaging things to feel alive, like like you know, to feel pain, like struggling with some other pain and then they want to feel something bigger than that existing pain sometimes people do that i
2: feel like it's a very dangerous path to go down
1: yeah i do realize that but i do find myself doing that a lot sometimes it's not something that will cause pain Mm. i mean i would i would evaluate it before i do it i wouldn't just uh, go all the way down because i still have self-control
2: how wait like what sort of things would you do
1: Mm. It's just, a, um, I mean, you can interpret it in a different way, but I've talked to um, Apple today. So he said he does. he does uh, realize all my projects are challenging, are more difficult, and mm-hmm. I purposely designed them in that way. Mm-hmm. And in terms of my relationship status, instead of finding someone around, I just, uh, I just uh, try to get someone who's, who's in the other end of the world. Mm. Mm.
0: Do, you, do you feel like on some subconscious level, you feel like you don't deserve to be happy? <laughs> We're going into the, the, <laughs> the therapy session now. <laughs> mm.
1: No, I don't think so.
2: I think I guess in I, terms of I, your I, work, I can understand yeah. the work thing. Like just on some level, sometimes I will take the more challenging option because I want to prove, you know, I can do it. But in terms of the relationship
1: thing, I don't know, like, did you deliberately look for this guy who was on the other side of the world? I think it plays a role. Of course, I, I like him as a person, but the, I feel the fact that, that he's so far away definitely plays a role in the, um, in the desire that I want to get this to work. You, you want so, what is hard to get. <laughs> kind of. I, I think it doesn't come from a place that I feel I don't deserve to be happy. I feel it mm. comes from a place that I feel the climb is the most important. You Mm. like
2: you like the adventure, yeah.
1: You like chasing things.
2: Nothing is more important than the adventure for you.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Board too easily. (laughs) Yes, that's true too. Because I remember I've read this story that impressed me a lot. It's about Edmund Hillary. So that's a guy who climbed on Everest. Mm -hmm. He only spent so he gave up all his life on this task, and by the time he got on the top, he only spent fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Well.
1: Yes, so it's all about the climb. I
2: am definitely not that sort of person. I'm all about the top of the hill. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you
1: saying you would rather stay on the hill forever after you climb on it?
2: I mean, I would not. So if the reward is not great
0: enough, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm halfway between you two. (laughs) I'm I'm probably the more balanced one here. The more balanced (laughs) one.
2: I just, I think, like, the journey, fine. Like, maybe I will enjoy it but also the reward is very important. I mean, it could just be my own sense of achievement, but it has to be worth I mean, yeah. And I guess to me, climbing a hill is not super important, or um, I don't put a lot of weight into having achieved, I don't know, Mount Everest. (laughs) Mm. But, like, if you ask me to spend that much time and effort into, I don't know, say, designing the next biggest technological breakthrough or something, then absolutely.
1: (laughs) Oh, what's your metric? How Something do you find it more important than the others? Do you have uh, a...
2: I don't care about it... mountain climbing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, it's just... That's like, so funny I... because I'm like looking at a table full of like climbing magazines here. <laughs> 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 oh, by the way, I was
1: going to tell you besides the Lake District, the Peak District is also nice.
0: Yeah, Oh, I don't have time to, to go to the, the Peak district, pig, but... district. The Peak pig. District is full of pigs. Like, like Mountains. Really?
1: i'm not understanding anything
0: that
2: um <laughs> that's probably saying today obviously <laughs> yeah
1: or what were we saying
2: i forgot metrics of of
1: uh... <clears throat> of uh importance yeah
2: yeah like how do you define it then
1: i don't define it you think I everything
2: mean... is just as important there's no way
1: yeah i think mean, mm, the more challenging the more important it comes back to the whole idea of climbing more important than top of the hill so the mm-hmm. more challenging
2: is the more important
0: i think to me the yeah, more meaningful is the more important
2: so like the yeah to me like the end got like to some extent the end goal is more important the whether or not it's challenging does not really matter to me if it's something that could be saving the world and it all, all it took with me like pushing a button then yeah <laughs> but if i had to like it depends like i would also climb mount everest if the button was on top of mount everest but you know would do I, I mean i <laughs> <laughs> depends on what saving the world entailed <laughs> it's yeah the i don't seek that challenge just for the sake of the challenge i i seek it for either to know to prove to myself or to prove to someone else that i have the ability which mm-hmm. is quite a big end uh, reward for me or that's the
1: ego that's me.
2: i have a very big ego like have you know? yeah not met me before <laughs> <The big laughs> um and but like you're someone who You use it just to like to fill time to some extent. Like you, you feel yeah. I feel so.
1: I feel it also comes from a very uh, pessimistic point of view because, yes, you. I mean, like the end goal is either important or not for you. But to me, I feel we're all just gonna die, and we are just small. When you think about our places in this universe, and nothing really matters. Yeah.
2: Then why are you doing your research?
1: It's all about the climb.
0: So it's just about the challenge.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But, but if, if it's
0: like the bigger the challenge, the more meaningful and, and the better it is, then why are you so unhappy?
1: Yeah. I are guess. you not I'm happy I'm with this better. challenge? <laughs> I'm having... Yeah, I guess I'm also anxious about the challenges. But like I said, I love panics. Then you,
2: you are enjoying being worried, basically.
1: Yeah, to some extent yes. If you just leave me in an empty room, bad, then I would panic more.
2: You would panic more if you were just in an empty room.
1: Yeah. And then have, have nothing to
2: do. Then I just have more.
0: a fear of being bored.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get bored easily.
0: I don't know what to say. About. I still don't understand
1: why you are unhappy. happy. I guess I don't really think about happiness that much. I feel happiness is something, it's not like a goal that you could achieve. It's more or less a side effect. Right. It happens, uh, it's more likely to happen if you want something else or if you look for something else. It just happens to you. Okay. okay. So I don't, I don't so, have that right. but
0: curious. so that, that means that means you want to do this. You want to do your research.
1: Yeah I do want to do this but I guess I guess because my point of view is quite different from most of the other researchers, I sometimes get confused whether this is the way that I should be thinking or not. Right. Or what in terms of self, or in terms of self-growth is there any better ways to think about the whole motivation or not what do you think oh i mean i just i just don't think about life that way
0: like for me um happiness and and fulfillment is in how meaningful something is to me and i I guess that comes down to my values Mm -hmm. and and what i want to achieve and my my feeling of purpose and i feel like that just is all like interrelated with each other so i mean like what makes me happy i guess is what i want to keep doing And and I do more of it. I'm I'm more happy. And and I guess when it comes down to choosing like what I want to do and like how challenging something is compared to how much effort I have to put into getting there, it's like, well, do I like the end goal? Yeah. And is the journey to that end goal something I also want to do? Yeah. Then obviously do it. And like if if and then I get like a bit confused if if say like the journey there is so like difficult that maybe it's not worth it. Like that's when I get a bit anxious or depressed. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I used to think make things much more difficult for myself mm-hmm. out of like, I guess, like, oh, I have to, you know, prove that I can, you know, do it, or I like, wanted the challenge so that I could just, I don't know, achieve something. But I think now, the older I get, the more like I want things just to be simple. Like, the simpler something is, the better, I think. I like, sometimes, sometimes I get a bit, you know, weirded out if something is too easy. But yeah. ultimately, I think, yeah, like, if it's simple and meaningful to me, then. I mean, that's just kind of what I want to achieve. That sort of balance, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really, I don't really get that. Like, I mean, I can understand, but I don't really feel mm. the same way. Yeah.
1: I see. What about you, Mash? Are you always easy on this kind of thing?
2: I don't have. I have. A
1: movie.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. That was, that was <laughs> She's like, eat. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay okay uh and two seconds you can continue okay yes
2: um i like just don't think about it my i don't really think about it because i've always believed that you know happiness is all based on perspective and mm-hmm. i can be happy kind of in almost any situation where i've the basic needs of survival are met if you know what i mean mm-hmm. so long as i can teach myself to look at something from a different perspective and see i don't believe there's anything that is completely negative if you know what i mean i don't think anything is absolute so in terms of happiness it's just really dependent on whether you're able to find the perspective and learn to accept that i guess if you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah so i don't really think about things like that if i want something so the thing with me is i usually if i start doing something i will try to make sure that i keep doing it until it's done that's just uh Kind of like I don't know a, a a thing that I have. Like I would prefer not to give up on something
0: because mm. you're all about the end goal.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry,
0: you're all about the end goal. It is about the end goal, but also like a
2: persistence is quite important. So in terms of whether I am enjoying myself on the way, I feel mm-hmm. like because I believe that happiness is all that perspective, I can always find something to enjoy about it, even if it's hard on the way. If you know what I mean, like I can find mm-hmm. a way to find myself. You know, this isn't so bad. Yep. Yeah 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 i see
1: okay in terms of self-growth in the past of let's say five years uh what are the most obvious improvements on yourself that you have noticed <laughs>
2: Five years. you know i have terrifying memory
1: <laughs> and i don't think <laughs> you are the type of person who's like self-ref- self-reflecting
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. i don't know why don't you go first one of you duck
0: uh, okay um well, I think the biggest things in terms of self growth for me over the past five years was I gained a lot of confidence in myself um I used to like doubt myself so much and I felt really lost all the time like I didn't know what I wanted out of life and like what I wanted to do with my life and and I felt really confused and yeah so I think I think just feeling a little of self confidence and finding this as a purpose and that sort of filtered down into just general confidence like with people like social confidence and um just like a sense that everything will be okay in the end um and i used to deal a lot with like anxiety and depression and that kind of i went away a lot i think because i got the right sort of help as well and yeah and like finding um becoming a bit more open to other people and and feeling okay with being more vulnerable with other people because that I had this thing where I just didn't want anyone to know how I was feeling because, I guess, this fear of being judged. I think I've let go of that a lot. Like, I think I think probably the biggest thing is that I've let go of a lot of just weird insecurities and, and things. Yeah, just like things that, that Matt has been telling me to do for, like, 20 years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Can my biggest yeah.
2: achievement, wait, this is not self-growth, I was going to say my biggest achievement is that I finally stuck around long enough to see Duck finally listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was thinking because you mentioned about not being um fearful when you show other people your vulnerability or your weakness. Mm. I've been self reflecting on those kind of things a lot recently. Cause um because mm, I find that I often feel ashamed when I try mm. to rely on someone. Mm. Yeah,
0: I understand. I used to feel that way as well.
1: But I yeah. think yeah. I think
0: just like as humans, we have to realize that you know community is, is so important. Like other people are so important, and everyone has to rely on other people to to survive. Mm-hmm. That's just you know the reality of of the world. You can't you can't just like be an island unto yourself. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess it's also because um, from all the books, the movies, the education, the society, it keeps teaching us how to be independent of course that's important but i guess it's also very hard to find the balance like you you are you you are you are often told that you should you shouldn't rely on anyone to be happy which is true but to some extent you shouldn't feel any shame when you do Mm. connect because that's the path to connect with other people (laughs) i find that this is
2: quite like to some extent it's also a very western mindset i mean we're all this
0: like the independent kind of mindset but i also feel like like books and movies and things they also teach you the opposite that you know ultimately community is is really important and like yeah being open and and connecting to others is important i don't know maybe we're watching different things (laughs) (laughs) okay like, like for example fleabag
1: yes i was going to say
0: yeah yeah the importance of connection
1: yeah because I was reading
2: about that movie that Awkwafina is in apparently. I haven't seen it, but there's a lot of stuff about it and about like how the main plot of the story is their whole family kind of hiding the fact that the grandmother has some like terminal illness from their grandmother. Yeah. And like the whole what I read was that the point was to say that, you know, in that in the I think it's set in China. I'm not entirely sure, but in that sort of culture they kind of feel like the rest of the family is taking the burden for the sick person and mm-hmm. kind of not telling her that she's about to die is better for her if mm-hmm. so to some extent also a lot of these kind of more independent thinking like the the whole idea about we have to be independent and we all have our own minds and everything is a very also very western um part of the western culture because but they, in, in like, the scenario, sorry because like with chinese culture a lot of emphasis is on or maybe not in modern Chinese culture, but in kind of like immigrant Asian culture and more traditional Asian culture, it's a lot of emphasis on how you fit into a family and what your responsibilities are to your family and how kind of everyone has to be there in their role in that family and doing what they should be for that community. Mm. Does it bother you? I'm fine with it, but I'm a very like I think of the four of us, I may be the most Asian one.
1: Mm. <laughs> um- but what if there are some conflicts between your role in your family and your your independent role in this um, society? Or would you? I, th- I think you... the thing is that I believe to
2: some extent that my role in my family is part of what I am. Like, I am mm-hmm. an independent person, but with my independence, I've chosen to play the role that my family requires of me, if you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. but...
1: um. Okay, for example, if you get a job mm-hmm. overseas, yes, that could help you to um, achieve your career goal. But at the mm-hmm. same time, your family, mm, let's say your family, your, they your, to stay yeah, here. they need you to be here, would you think, give up the job or not?
2: I think it depends on what they need me for. If it's for something like I, like, functionally, there is something that I have to do that can't be done. If I'm not here, then I would stay. But if it was something just like emotional, like I, they would miss me too much or something, I would go because it's not forever. Mm-hmm. But if it was something like functionally, if I was gone, there would not be someone mm-hmm. to look after one aspect of life that was required, then I would stay. I see. Because like they are people that I I believe I have a responsibility to. And I believe that, you know, I can't.
0: Except
1: just... your sister. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I've been given the the authority to not <laughs> take her on as my responsibility.
1: I see. Oh well.
2: You don't. Well, you, you wouldn't. Would you? Would you miss her? What would you do? I. Well, you I only have your family is very small.
1: Yeah, and I I believe I was brought up in a more uh, democratic family. When the family is only three people, how can it be <laughs> democratic? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's like. No, it's. Uh, I I've always been given enough freedom, and I. I've always been taught to become my own person. I left my families. Like I was, I I left my families, and then I've been all on my own since I was 12, 13. I I
2: guess the the problem is not leaving or not leaving. It's the like, would your family request anything of you?
1: Like, no, they wouldn't. That's I I, I guess, guess
2: it's to it's, me part thing. of what I like is that they can feel like they can depend on me. That they if they need something from me that they would request and then i mean i still get to choose whether i do it but a lot of mm-hmm. the cases i will choose to do it for them if it's not like i don't know super difficult yeah. because yeah, I, I like i mean i do have some pride in being dependent dependable the supplier. In, in my, yeah right yeah and i like that i wouldn't want them to feel like you know you're you're independent and you have to live your own life so i'm not going to trouble you with my with whatever we need, if you know what I mean. Or, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Have
2: we I'm the opposite. Yeah. I think I
1: do. Yeah. Because, like, in my family, everyone. So, my dad is very um, westernized. He always taught me to be, like, independent and uh, rely on your. You have to rely on yourself. And then. Um,
2: so, your dad is also someone who who struggles with asking for help? Yeah. For I sure. See. No, yeah. we, we we were brought up to be like, if you have something you don't understand or you need something, you ask for it. Mm. Mm -hmm. i mean there's there's a line between being independent and being able to do things for yourself and then knowing when you need help
1: (laughs) yeah i guess that's a problem but what i was trying to say is i was brought up in an environment that you must depend on yourself Mm -hmm. Mm because they were not around and um, and my dad always tells me in the end you are always on your own so you have to be happy with this person that you have become. So, it, like, I guess this is the value that embedded in, um, in me. So your self-value uh, is more than anything else. Mm. So back to the scenario, if there's, like, a job, I don't think, first of all, I don't think they would ask me to stay. But if they did, them.
2: like, my, I, I know my people would also not ask me to stay. My mother is more than happy to send me away. <laughs> <laughs> but if they had or if they did what would you would still choose to go
1: i think i would still choose to go mm. i mean to some extent that's a little bit selfish and i'm aware of that
2: well i guess to some extent it's right you you're you don't owe anything to anyone yeah um but i guess that is where we differ
1: mm-hmm.
0: well what well, dog? um I, I think i probably have a different situation from both of you and i guess my parents both grew up in very dysfunctional families and then – hello, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, sorry. Um, both my parents grew up in very dysfunctional families and then ended up being just, like, very dysfunctional people anyway. Um, and then they sort of, like, instilled very conflicting values in me where they were like, you can't depend on anyone because people are shit. and, um, and But also at the same time, please do whatever we say because, you know <laughs> – we're like really worried about you all the time um and then and then it's like so you know being an independent person um and make sure that you you um whatever happens you'll be okay but also at the same time um you know, we're not okay without you <laughs> kind of thing Why? so it's like ugh. and I think I'm a very independent-minded person um so I think ultimately in any situation I would want to do what's right for me regardless of how my parents feel but then my parents would really like really guilt trip me about like leaving them or something like that and they'll be like oh no just do whatever you want you know do whatever you want like for, for your career and everything but then they'll be like resentful about it like my mom especially my dad will be okay but my, my dad will be like you know you should do whatever you want but your mother will like hate me forever if you do this kind of thing so it's, it's like a really dysfunctional um but yeah it's my family
2: <sighs> but would you have, if if, if you were in that in that if, in that scenario well that scenario is more that scenario is more
1: for you. yourself and, would you um,
2: would you would you stay or would you go
0: well it depends again what they ask of me or what they need um mm-hmm. and how important this other thing is but it's like all i'm doing basically is just waiting out until i can be like totally financially and emotionally independent and then i have the power to do whatever i want and they know that even though they totally resent it Well my mom totally resents it um and then, and then I can just, like, deal with it then. <laughs> but I think now it's difficult to to know what will happen. Mm. But I think in the future, it's probably – I mean, I, I probably would leave. And I probably would feel less guilty about it than I would thinking about it now.
2: Yeah. Mm. Mm. We shall leave you for this week and get back to you with a hopefully happier topic. topic. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't forget to, to subscribe to us on – On everything Twitter, but Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Because I'm supposed to be the one who's in charge of the Twitter. That's
1: why it never yeah, happened. You still haven't made it. I'll make it. <sighs> Will you? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. What's okay. there to tweet? Do I don't know.
2: It's sunny today. Mm-hmm. Listen to our podcast. It's raining today. Listen to our podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Basically nagging. Sorry. Basically nagging our audience, which yes. is just an uh, apple and <laughs> pear.
0: Hi apple. Pull and pair. I have and pair. Thanks for being our loyal time. listeners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. See you next time. Okay. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.